another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to The Dark Crystal Minute. And begin all the same, sometimes good, sometimes bad. And now once more the world must undergo a time of testing. It is time, time to return to the castle. There is much to be learned. And you have no time. And here's your hosts, Philip Mitchell and Jamie Prater. Hello and welcome to the Dark Crystal Minute. This is your minute-by-minute discussion on the Dark Crystal. I'm your host, Philip Mitchell, and I'm from Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast, and the Gathering Songs. And I am your host, J.M. Prater, host of Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast, and... Shoulder of Orion, the Blade Runner podcast. And we are up to minute 18 of uh, The Dark Crystal, so which is between um, 17 to 18 minutes of the film. And um, yeah, as I mentioned on each episode, um, we, we, just, we go through each minute of the film and yeah, just to chat about everything that happens within the minute. And um, yeah, we'll just uh, start, you know, we'll just start from there. So... Basically, overall, in this minute, as a recap, we have the the Gartha Master. Uh, this is pretty much the the main part of the the trial by stone. As we um, get the Gartha Master Skekung as he makes his uh, first move um, with swinging the rock, and and everyone's sort of cheering him on. I mean, there's both sides. They're both sort of cheering both Skekung and also the Chamberlain. And Chamberlain makes his move with his sort of, I would think, a very weak <laughs> attempt at, at um, hitting the rock. And then, of course, it sort of ends with Skekong sort of making his final move, you know, does the, the full-on swing to sort of uh, to smash that rock, to destroy that rock in, in half almost, that sort of thing. So that, that sort, of, um, sort of, like, there's not much dialogue. It's just, I mean, there is dialogue, but it's all very, um, like, uh, just chat in the background. And it is one of those things where it's like, I... I I'd have to try and watch with subtitles to see if you can actually hear, you know, if they actually had subtitles of, you know, all the other Gulf, uh, Gulfling, the Skeksis characters when they're talking in the background. Yeah, it's a very uh, interesting sequence. Actually, I heard some dialogue the last one. I just watched this movie again the day before yesterday. I heard a piece of dialogue in this scene that I'm like, oh my God, I've never heard that dialogue before. I can't remember it, of course, right now. But it's not. There's a scene where there's a, a piece of dialogue in this where you you hear one of the Skeksis say, "We're with you, General." But someone else says something a little bit similar but different, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I have yeah. never heard this before." Um, and again, I've seen this movie probably 150 times. No joke. I mean, yeah. in my in my lifetime, and I'm still finding new things. So it's very fascinating. And I I will say this scene is probably one of the most complicated scenes for the puppeteers to do uh, in terms of choreography because they have these people inside these puppets maneuvering them. It's usually one or two people. And you have these puppets holding uh, a sword um, or whatever they call them. Um, And then they're using that sword and they're hitting that rock. So you have people down below trying, you know, helping these puppets hold the sword while someone's in this, like it is really complicated. And of course, it's, you know, 
um, we don't even think about it because everything just seems so lifelike. It's very, very fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And and because, of course, you know, with, with films like The Crystal or Sesame Street, that sets are usually built very high up. Um, that sort of gives room for the um, puppeteers, you know, to, you know, to be able to perform the characters. Um, so not only that, you know, with the sets, but also, yeah, like you said, you know, there's at least, you know, two or three people um, performing like each character and you times that by eight, you know, that's like almost like that, that's 20, almost over 20 people, um, you know, um, very close working together, like on, on the set. Um, so yeah, just so much, um, incredible work, um, that goes, um, you know, through the making of the film and, um, and even like, you know, I'm just looking at it again and like, there's even, you even see like a little pod leg, um, in one of the shots, I think, um, when Skekong sort of, um, the shot behind him and he's, um, you know, does his sort of first strike, you actually see a little pod leg in the middle. And again, I, I just hadn't, I actually, I seriously did not notice that till um, now. Um, I didn't even put that in my show notes or anything like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just such a, you know, attention to detail. And I mean, like with, with the dialogue, I mean, one, the sort of obvious ones that sort of point out that came to my mind was, I think one of the, one of the Skeksis says, ah, you can't beat that. Um, when uh, Skekong made his uh, first move. Um and also probably the big thing as well with this minute, um, I think there's something that's sort of been a, a recent discovery, um, at least within the last sort of couple of years, but it wasn't really till recently that it seemed more or less sort of confirmed about, um, with, uh, Skektek's, um, eyepiece. And you probably heard about this, Jamie, about how there has been a lot of talk, whether his, um, his eyepiece on the right side, his right eye is uh, pretty much like a diecast um, or, or, you know, an action figure of, um, of a TIE fighter. Yeah, do we know that, uh, uh, do we know that, like, definitively, if that's a TIE fighter, or where did that come from? I think, um, I think it actually came from uh, photos from uh, Russ, um, Russ Vick, I think, um, I hope I got that name right, but I, I know he was like one of the contestants of um, the Jim Henson's Creature Workshop sh- Challenge, and I think he also, you know, he works um, at the Creature Shop, I I believe, and um, and I think he's been doing some restoration, all that kind of stuff for um with the Skeksis and and all the characters from the Dark Crystal for the exhibitions, I think with Atlanta, um. And I, I just, I just remembered, I just, it just reminded me, um, cause I know, I think, I think it was on Dreamfasting that, um, I think Izel, who's one of the moderators of Dreamfasting, the Dark Crystal experience, he, uh, posted, um, uh, the photo of the, uh, the TIE fighter and, um, had comparison photos to, I think the recent, um, yeah. So Russ Vic was his name and I was just going through the post and, um, so if you just search, if you search, you know, if you go to Dreamfast and the Dark Crystal Experience, and if you just search for um, Tire Fighter within the group, you should be able to find it um, in the top search results. But I think it was like just a recent photo, sort of almost more or less sort of proves that it could 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 actually be the Tire Fighter, but just you know, of course, slightly modified as well, um, you know, to make it look a little bit different. Um, yeah, but, I but mean, yeah. there's certain. Certainly, there's differences you can tell, but it has the general architecture of a Tie Fighter. Yes, um, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. I mean, it's it's great ingenuity on the part of uh, everyone involved. Obviously, we know that there's cross. There was a lot of uh, the puppeteers worked on Empire and they worked on Return of the Jedi. So it makes a little bit of sense that there's a visual homage to uh, those films in The Dark Crystal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Nice little nod, you know, from from Star Wars. Um, but yeah, like I don't think it's been official. Like it has been officially confirmed, but um, I think based on the images, it, like it looks pretty close enough to to think that yeah, that's definitely the case. Um, I actually remember like you know posting that photo on I think on Twitter, and um, yeah, that that sort of got a little bit viral actually. It got a lot of um, a lot of sh- likes and re- retweets from that. So that was kind of pretty neat as well and i just love sort of like towards the end of the scene where um you know when skekung wins and um and then you just see um you know the chamberlain like he's sort of looking left and right before skekung makes his like final move and he's sort of like he's he's freaking out and um especially during the end just you know even just that little you know him just dropping the sword um, in reaction to what's happened, he's just like, oh, oh God, what have I done now? You know, what's going to happen to me now? Yeah, it, it is. It is a great moment. And uh, I should say to our listeners that this episode that we're recording is post me visiting the Skirball Center in Los Angeles, where they are featuring, it's a whole exhibit on the world of Jim Henson and the life of Jim Henson. And in that exhibit are um, characters from the Dark Crystal, the Chamberlain, Agra and um, Jen and Kira, which of course Phil knows. He shared the video that I recorded. Um, but in reference to the scene, you know, being up close to the Chamberlain, uh, the level of detail that is in those costumes is mind boggling. There's so much rich detail. Nothing went, nothing was like looked over. There's such a rich history that you can see in the fabric, um, the many fabrics, the jewels, everything, everything. Things are tattered and aged. And of course, they're aged even more because it's 35 years ago. Um, so I'm referencing this to say that these characters in this scene, these Skeksis, are really, really, to reiterate a point that I'll continue reiterating, um, they're a labor of love um, and the amount of work that went into creating these characters, creating their costumes, um, creating their, their own little ticks and, and, uh, characteristics is absolutely, um, incredible. It blows me away every time I see it. Yeah, absolutely. And even for myself, I guess it's always, um, yeah, mind blowing, just the amount of work that goes into a film like the dark crystal, you know, every, every time when I, you know, watch the film or, you know, read up things about it. Um, cause I know of course that there is this, um, uh, museum that's happening in Atlanta, um, the Center of Puppetry Arts, and they're doing a Dark Crystal exhibition, which is which has been started, which is which has started by now. If you get a chance to check it out, and yeah, you, know, you know, I'm so tempted to sh- you know try and try and fly over to the US, um, you know, sometime in 2019 to check out this exhibition because I know there'll be a lot of Skeksis and a lot of all these characters, you know, just on full display. Yeah, I just just can't wait. You know, as we continue the um, the anticipation for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance for, you know, on Netflix. So, yes, yeah, very, very exciting times ahead for us. 
And I think that'll probably wrap up for um, this episode of uh, the Dark Crystal Minute. Um, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. You can check us out on Twitter at darkcrystalpod. We're also on Instagram at darkcrystalpodcast. And if you can give us a review on Facebook or on iTunes, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time and come back next time for more The Dark Crystal Minute.